This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. I've entitled this podcast, Golden. A few years ago, I somehow started a chat with this old guy in our local coffee shop. His name was Golden. How did you get that name? I asked. My father was always looking for gold when he was a young man living in southern Idaho, he replied. There wasn't any gold where we were living, and he never found any. So when I was born, they named me Golden, because I was the most valuable thing he had ever had. Golden smiled. He likes the name. Golden was 89 years old. He taught literature at Western Washington for 40 years. He retired when he was 69. Traveling became the focus of his life upon retirement. He traveled alone most of the time. Europe, Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. At age 80, he ran the Chuckanut Foot Race, which is a run of seven miles. His eyes sparkled when he told me that retirement had been good. Prostate cancer and macular degeneration now had him in their grips. Golden was slowing down. His hand shook. He moved slowly, but there was a time when he moved easily across the college campus. He read books and explored them with students in classrooms, with windows thrown open and fall-colored leaves shimmering on the common. When he retired, he took to wandering. He met other travelers in busy train stations. They shared wine and stories. On one trip, he met a guy in a train station, and they agreed to meet again in one year, in another country, in another train station. They did this for several years. Life was exciting. Retirement had been good. I don't want to travel. I do. Travel, that is. But it is not high on my list of wants. One of the reasons for choosing to retire in the Pacific Northwest was that we would not have to travel far to experience a foreign country, mountains, salt water, forest, or wilderness areas, large cities, or major universities. Another reason travel's not high on my list is that we did travel while we lived in Alaska. We traveled a lot, Europe several times, Asia and Africa. Years ago, I remember seeing older people disembark from tour buses at Alyeska, a ski resort just south of Anchorage. They walked slowly and not very far. They came to see Alaska, but they were pretty much confined by age or health to stay pretty close to the bus, the lodge, or the restaurant. They really didn't get into the backcountry. They didn't get to experience the same Alaska I did. I didn't want to wait for my traveling days until the experience would be so very limited. Perhaps limited's the wrong word. I have traveled in my retirement years, and the experience is still rich and rewarding. But it's different than what I would have experienced in my younger days. It's still rewarding, but it isn't the same. Returning to thoughts of Golden, he traveled in retirement and loved it. I think about all of the different roads one may choose to take in retirement, and it is almost overwhelming. It's hard to make that choice. Perhaps that is why many of us don't do much. We just can't choose. 
it's easiest not to choose, but just continue as we are. We know what to expect. We know where we will sleep, where we will eat, where and when we will take a nap, and where we will have dinner or go out for coffee. We seem to be immobilized by overchoice. Sometimes I wonder at my own choices in retirement. Perhaps I am limited by lack of imagination. I have chosen to do this or that with my life, but there are all those other possibilities that have been eliminated. One could choose to travel, grow dahlias, watch television, go sailing, study native plants, explore your genealogy, or write your memoirs. The roads are many. The problem isn't so much in choosing one thing and then regretting not choosing something else. The problem is in choosing the act of committing to one direction or the other. Waiting for Godot, that great play by Beckett, illustrates the real predicament. The play drives home the absurdity of not making a decision and remaining stuck in one place. The two main characters carry on an endless discussion of whether the answer to their making a choice will come today or if they should just get up and choose which way to go. They wait, and they wait. It's worth a read if you haven't already done so. I've read the play and seen the play several times. It is always gut-wrenching and rewarding. I have a friend in the neighborhood who retired over several years ago and has suffered ever since. He can't make up his mind about retirement. He can't do anything. He wanders around as if in a daze. His choices are unlimited. He has health, money, and time. He could choose any one of so many directions to go. But he remains seated. It would be okay to remain seated if that is the road one chooses. The problem comes when that is the default position. Should we go or should we stay? Beckett poses the question so well. As the old saying goes, sometimes you just have to take the bull by the horns. Time ticks. Golden had his choices to make and made them. Eventually his health forced him to sit. He did that with a warm cup of coffee and stories of choices made and days gone by. We should all be so lucky. Golden died a couple of years ago. I miss him. This is Retirement Talk. It's something to think about. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. If you'd like to rate or review this program, you can do so at iTunes. Please do. It helps.